Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. My Roomba vacuum shredded my Sunset magazine that I accidentally left on the floor. We get it, robot. You don't like gardening. (laughs) I've learned to live with creepy crawlies, but Mr. Spider on my favorite sweater, you're crossing the line, bro. Yeah, an angry bee flew into my studio yesterday during a live show. Go pollinate something. I am working here. Yeah, I like a good genial schmooze like the next gal, but do you have to do it on my front lawn? Get off Heather's lawn and have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants desperately for you to have one. I'm singing, I don't know why. Where we unpack the preposterousness of life for your entertainment. That is a crazy word, preposterousness. Preposterousness. Where'd that is that even from? a word? Yeah, I think I so. Know. I know something can be preposterous. I think so yeah, is. what's the noun? Preposterity? <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. I don't know if there's a noun. But anyway, hello, lovely patrons and hello. people of this beautiful, confusing universe. Patrons unite. <laughs> and, and those of you who aren't patrons, think about becoming a patron. Why don't you? Become you a have such a dare. Yeah, totally. It's a cool thing to be. Be part of the community. Yeah, be one with us. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Sarah. And I'm Heather. And we're uh, we're back for episode 76 of ha- 76. 76? 96. Where did that come from? I don't know. I'm just in the spirit of 76. <laughs> but no, this is episode 96. Is that where you get your gas? I uh, used to. When I when I first when I first like had my first car. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got my first car when I was 16. It was not a fancy car. Uh, it was an old uh, Honda Civic, but. Um, my dad, for some reason, was always like, he had these certain things that he was just like worried about. Like he was uh-huh. worried that I would get caught somewhere without gas. And so he gave me a gas <laughs> card, not something to be, you know, to use liberally, right? Sure. Not something to let my friends use, nothing like that. Yeah. But something where it's like, in an emergency, here's your gas card. And it was a 76 card. So I had to go to a 76 station, <laughs> which wasn't that hard to find. I knew where they were, sure. but... For years after that, like well after my dad was like, okay, you're an adult, give me my car back. Uh, I still just always chose a 76 station, uh-huh. even if there were other options. Cause you know, 
there are lots of like four-way stops where you're like, oh, I have like a shell on this side. Yeah, 76 and then the Chevron. Like, which one do I choose? They're all the same. Uh, even, t- even to this day, I'm like, oh, I'll choose 76 if I, if you know, I have really the choice. You know, it's really funny that the power of like memory and marketing, I mean, the way we choose certain brands over others is fascinating. It is. It is fascinating. Uh, like many things in life, uh, <laughs> sometimes preposterous. <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was one of those things where I, re- I remember like a couple of my friends being like, I can't believe you have a gas card, you know, because that's kind of, like you're kind so of an spoiled. adult thing, right? Like teenagers <laughs> don't really have credit cards. I don't know. Maybe they do these days. Oh, we my never high did. friends did. <laughs> it was funny. I was the only one that didn't have one. In my I, had a, I had a bank card because I had a bank account. Sure, me too. Um, you know, not something that ever had a lot of money in it, but it was something where, you know, I'd go to a... Bank of America and mm-hmm. get twenty dollars out here and there, or you know, put money yeah, in, of you know, from my job. But yeah, no credit cards came came later, and I learned <laughs> very quickly the hard way uh, how <laughs> <Yeah>. quickly <laughs> it racks up. Oh yeah, and you know, it's funny. Back then, twenty bucks was a lot of money, and when oh, yeah. in my high school, I mean, I did grow up in an affluent town, and I remember all my closest girlfriends. I had like five of them. They all got fancy, brand new cars on their 16th birthdays. I mean, that was the kind of school I went to. And of course I- not the kind of school I went to. (laughs) But I was like, I was like a hardworking, I started working at 14. Like I had like a early permit, working permit thing. And Mm. I bought my own 84 Subaru hatchback gold for like, I don't know how much it was, but I took the money out of my bank. I was the only one in my group of friends that didn't get gifted a car. Like at the time, of course I was like, oh man, why, why am I not getting spoiled? But you didn't know back then when you're young, you just think, I don't know what you think, but I really appreciate it now that I'm older. I also had a 1984 car, my first car. Mm. It, was a, it was a Honda Civic hatchback. It was baby blue and it was an old car. Yeah. But, and my dad, uh, he had found it, you know, somewhere. Some, somebody mm-hmm. was, you know, privately selling it and um, I, he helped me buy it. I had mm-hmm. some money saved up because I had been saving money since I was a kid. You know, like what yeah. do you even like? What's a big purchase really before a car? Mm-hmm. Um, and at age sixteen, my parents were sort of like, "We can help. We'll, we will help you get a used car. You will also get a job," which I did. Mm-hmm. You know, that was part of the deal. Yep. And you know, but it wasn't like they bought me a new car. I guess I had a couple friends who got new. They weren't fancy cars. Yeah. It was like you know a Nissan Sentra or you know something that was sensible. A compact. Yeah. I remember when my friends, like, do you remember those Dodge Stealths? Those things were like really race car looking, but yeah. they were Dodges. Uh-huh. She got a brand new electric blue one. And I was like, whoa. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty wild driving around in that thing. Yeah. I don't, I mean, for the most part much. where I, you know, my high school, the, you know, the scene sure some kids had a lot of money but it wasn't really Mm -hmm. that kind of school it was very you know we were very country most kids were either they either didn't have a car at all or it was some beater you know that had been passed down from you know older brother or parents or or whatever and yeah yeah, it was all good so I never felt like my car is old but it was it was really old I can I loved my car I can still remember how it smelled because it was Mm -hmm. an old car by the it was over 10 well no it wasn't 10 years old but it was it was almost 10 years old by the time that I got it so you know whoever had owned it before me maybe they were multiple owners and it was like fabric seats and it was in perfectly nice shape but 
it had a certain smell and I can mm -hmm. still smell it when I think about it right now. It wasn't a bad smell. It was just a specific car smell that I like because I was so excited to get my own set of oh, wheels. Oh, yeah. Me that too. I can, yeah, like I don't think I've ever loved a car in the same way since just because it was like the, the sense of freedom that was unparalleled. Yeah, and it's such a metaphor for your freedom. But, you know, I remember when I got my Subaru, I got it off of Craigslist or whatever Craigslist was at the time. And I, I remember I was a Craigslist. I know. I don't think so either. It was something. I'm not sure where I got it. But um, I remember the few nights before I got it, I kept staying up at night, like thinking about all the bumper stickers I'm going to put on the back. Like I was thinking about, ooh, Santa Cruz skateboards and like all I had these. a Santa Cruz sticker on my yeah, car. I did too. I totally did. And I like thought like, and it kept I me up really thought about placement. Oh, me too. It was actually like That's in the bottom <laughs> right corner of one of my uh -huh. windows. It wasn't actually in the bumper and I felt very cool. Oh, totally. I had lots of skate stickers. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> I wish I took a picture of that because I would like to see that again. Anyway, nostalgia is a powerful thing, Sarah. It really is. It really is. How's your week been? You know, it's been okay. It's been an, it's been a pretty good week. It's been very windy here. Hmm. And it's funny because I actually kind of screwed up. Uh, so my landscaping crew comes once every other Friday, right? So it's every two weeks. And depending on the weather in between visits, it could either be like, you know, sometimes I'm like, God, they don't really have anything to do today. You know, mm -hmm. it just looks nice still. And other weeks I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait for them to come and just, you know, because it's not just sort of leaves and stuff. It's like large redwood tree branches that sometimes yeah. fall and, and, you know, variety of other things or, you know, there's a plant that like really needs to be pruned. Um, so and they do a really good job and they leaf blow everything and, and it just, mm -hmm. it looks so nice when they leave. Well, I screwed up uh, because I got into some, uh, and I'll get into it a little bit later, but I got into a little bit of gardening and got myself, you know, once you get started, you're like, all right, now, now I'm in get here. In there. I'm going to tackle mm -hmm. this, this whole corner. And we've got, we have a lot of ivy here and I noticed that it was starting to choke some of the plants that mm -hmm. I really want to stay. Ivy's bad. Ivy, I, you know, it's it's nice in a certain way, but yeah, if you let it go, it it'll choke, it, it'll yeah. just kill everything. And so I I was pulling out a bunch of ivy that's kind of around my particular unit, and I realized, oh wow, there's like these like cool decorative rocks that were just like, I guess I remember them being there when I moved in, but over mm. the last year plus, the ivy just grew over them, and they're just hidden. And they're really cool. Yeah. And so I started to cut all this back. And of course, it's just like, you know, when you start cutting ivy, it's like, it's mostly just like gross sort of ropey vines. You know, yeah. the leaves are just like part of it, but mostly it's just all this stuff that's underneath. And so I'm creating this huge pile on the driveway and I'm like, yeah, the landscapers will, you know, help me out, you know, to put it all in bins and take it away. That's kind of what mm -hmm. they do when they come on Friday. Yeah, that's next Friday. Oh, no. I'm a week early and, and... I gave them a heads up because I didn't want them to think like, oh, Sarah's just going to make these huge messes and, uh -huh. you know, that we don't expect. And, you know, it, it it like ruins our flow. So I gave them a heads up like, hey, you know, mm -hmm. I, I pulled a bunch of stuff, you know, appreciate your help. And they, they wrote back. They're like, we're not coming until next Friday. And I'm like, ah, shit. And I wouldn't care if it were just me, but we have Airbnb guests coming. Oh, no. So and you it's have like, to drag that stuff away. Yeah. I mean, I'll just put it in the compost bin. It's not the end of the world, but it's like I really did make a huge mess thinking, <laughs> oh, it's, you know, 
it, it'll be totally cleaned up like well before they check in and now I'm like mm -hmm. eh, and it'll be cleaned up by me <laughs> I might I might have done things a little differently had I thought about the calendar a little bit better but you know yeah. whatever it's it's so it goes it's not fun to be ruled by your calendar Sarah well yeah no I know yeah no I mean there was a time where um I didn't use my calendar the way that I do now I kind of just like I don't know, maybe my life felt simpler, but I would kind of like, sure, I might jot something down every once in a while, but I sort of just remembered things. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I have a doctor's appointment at nine tomorrow. Like, I know I do, so I do. And yeah. it wasn't like written down anywhere, or I wasn't like maintaining a digital calendar. And I remember, I think it was like a boyfriend or something was like, well, how do you, you know, like, where's your calendar? You know, we were talking about just like keeping track of things. And I was like, I don't know, in my brain, and he was like, that's insane. No wonder you forget things. And I was like, totally. yeah, yeah. I religiously use my iPhone calendar and I put like addresses in there. Cause I mean, I don't know where that doctor's place is or where whatever that bank is. It's like, I have to like put the information there. Cause if not, I'm scrambling to find where I'm going. Yeah. You know, like I, that's like my Bible. Like I put, I put reoccurring segments, even to water the yard. I put water today just because I'll, yeah, I have mm -hmm. to. Oh yeah. Well, and on my calendar, every other Friday I have landscaping. Like mm -hmm. I know when they're coming. And even then today I woke up and I'm like, landscapers are coming. No, that's next Friday, Sarah. And it's right on well, your calendar. It's disorienting right now. I think time is very disorienting. I don't know, at least for me, it's like, I feel like that cartoon, like you shake your head and like birds are like flying around you. I just feel like <laughs> right. I disoriented a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I. I don't know. It was kind of a, it was a week and today is actually going to be a busy day. I have to take my cat to the vet, but it, it has been a busy week. There's just been a lot of stuff. I had to go to the DMV earlier this week, yeah. just like things that I don't normally have to do where I'm like, okay, how do I fit this in mm -hmm. and not like screw anything up and, and, uh, you know, phone calls that don't always happen that I needed to do. But, uh, but <laughs> a couple funny things did happen this week and Discord knows about the rooster thing because we we talk about stuff in Discord, you know, all day, every day with our Discorders. Hi, everyone, by the way. But uh, hey <laughs> this funny thing happened the other morning. It was pretty early and uh, I've been at the house uh, at the property more or less by myself that I've had a few days without uh, guests in the big house. And so I'm up early and I'm outside puttering around. I don't know what I was doing. And I hear a rooster. And I'm kind of like, oh, that's weird. And I go back inside my house and I think one of the windows was open or something and I hear it again and I'm like, gosh, that sounds really close. Where's the rooster? Because I pretty much know all my immediate neighbors and not that it would be that weird if anyone had a chicken coop because that's really common around here. But as far as I know, no do. one, no one right near me, you know, like that's on any like border of the property that's close enough has a rooster and I'm like well that's huh roosters I mean I've grown up with neighbors and chickens and roosters when I, not in the city really but when I was a kid that was pretty common but we also lived no one was like right next door to you because mm -hmm. it was out in the country it was like everyone had acreage and so it was like sure. a rooster would be sort of like grr, 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 you know and you get used <laughs> to the sound which I actually like I like but it too. It, but it was never like right next to my window. And so I'm like, yeah. rooster next to my window like that. <laughs> that's it a reminds lot. me of that Sex in the City episode. <laughs> yeah. 
I vaguely remember that. But <laughs> but uh, but so I, but I'm kind of like, but there's something weird about the rooster because I can tell it's close, you know, because mm-hmm. you it's it's not that drifty sound, but it's like sort of a weird sounding rooster, like. A rooster is quite loud if it's close to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's designed to, like, wake everybody up. Yeah. And this was, like, a different kind of rooster. And so I go back outside, and I'm, like, and I'm listening, and I hear it. And then I realize, finally, that it's a bird in a tree mm-hmm. that is just making rooster noises. <laughs> like a minor bird. Like a bird that's is, you know, hears a sound long enough. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. starts to, you know, to mimic, to to mimic and replicate that sound. And it's funny because I know exactly. I don't know if it's a minor bird exactly, but I know exactly what kind of bird it is because I used to have a bird at, at an apartment years ago who mimicked the sound of a car alarm, and it would no. be like dee 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 dee, and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the bird That's has incredible. heard that kind of car alarm so many times that now it does <laughs> it. Sad. And it does it in the right order. That's so crazy. That's like really weird. So yeah. this was the same thing. But the, what was funny was, and that's why it wasn't that loud, because it was just like not a rooster. It was a mm. bird in a tree, but it would be like, and so it was like making like rooster noises. You're pretty but then good like, at bird sound, Sarah. Thank you. And then it was making like its own little, you know, doing its own little bird thing. And then it would do the rooster crow again. And I was like, that's wild. So I have like a fake rooster in a tree, you know, this is a few days ago and I've heard it. It's not just mm-hmm. sitting in the same tree. It's kind of around, but I'm, it's in the hood. I don't know yeah. where it came from, but now it's here. So I've got a rooster imposter. I love having, uh, the bird sounds are incredible up here too. I mean, I don't have any roosters nearby, but I know there are some in the area. I've heard them, but I actually just got a bird guide for Northern California birds and God, the, the, the variety. I've never seen more variety of birds anywhere. It's incredible. So That's maybe cool. I'll become a bird watcher. I don't know. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'm a bird fan. Bird me watching too. has never really appealed to me, but I've also never tried. I think it might be, it would be kind of fun, you know, the way some people, I don't know, look at the stars with a mm-hmm. telescope or something. It's, sure. You know, you kind of, you start to identify things and, and you get really into it. I like the identifying, the science of it. I'm like, ooh, that's a blah, 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 Robin or whatever. You know, yeah. I've been really trying to look for whales because there's whales migrating north right now. Mm. And some, one of my guests saw them from the cottage, from my property. She like wrote it in her review and I'm, I'm somewhat irked because like I've been looking like every day I live right there on the ocean and I've not seen a whale. So that's like my goal this year is like I've got to see a gosh darn whale. I'm a kind of borderline upset that I haven't seen one yet. Well, you know, you just it's kind of like fishing, right? Patience. Yeah, right. Patience and repetition. Or like toasting a piece of bread. <laughs> well, that usually just Boiling happens. water. If you watch the bread, it will not toast. Exactly. (laughs) Your oven just won't work. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a, uh, a minor bird acting like a rooster. You know, it's not (laughs) Halloween yet, bird, but okay. (laughs) But another strange thing has been going Mm -hmm. on here. So, you know, speaking of the compost bin that I have to put a bunch of ivy in uh, later today before the guests come, when I take out the trash once a week, it's, it's a bit of a, it's not that hard, but it's a, it's a bit of an ordeal because I've got a trash bin two recycling bins and the compost Mm -hmm. bin. Now the compost bin, some guests just like don't use it. You know, not everybody like understands compost or whatever. And so if it's not like at least a quarter of the way full, 
I don't even bother to bring it down because I got to mm -hmm. go down a driveway. It's, you know, if it's heavy, it's kind of, you know, I got to be careful, you know, and then bringing it back up later is, is a little bit of an exercise thing. So I really don't take a bin down if it doesn't need to be emptied, you know, mm -hmm. save myself, you know, a little shoulder work. So last week I didn't take the compost bin down because the guests weren't using it or they didn't seem like they were. So, you know, the garbage and recycling gets emptied that day, bring it back up, all good. Well, a couple of days later, I noticed that the compost bin is down at the bottom of the driveway, you know, over down by the mailbox where hmm. I would have taken it. And I'm like, oh, maybe the guest did it. I don't know. I, I didn't do it. Maybe and, the minor bird. <laughs> yeah, the minor bird did it. Yeah, like, <laughs> surprise. But, uh, but, and then the guests asked me, um, hey, do you, do you want us to just bring down, you know, like compost stuff down there? And I said, well, I thought you moved it down. I didn't move that down. And they said, no, it wasn't us. And I was like, oh, it was the landscapers. It was landscapers. Oh, they put a yeah. bunch of stuff in there and then they just like did me a favor by moving it down because it was heavy. Well, it was nice full of them. like, you know, trees and branches and stuff. They call so, it green waste. Yes. That's and <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, yeah, you know, it's at this point, it's so heavy that like, do you mind just like if you need to dump stuff like walking down the driveway it's it's too hard for me to bring it back up at this mm -hmm. you know at this weight and they were like yeah it's fine um <laughs> I was hoping one of the guys would be like oh, I'll bring it back up but they were like oh we'll just walk down with stuff and I'm like well that works too uh no problem and so so it's so it has been sitting down there and I'm like yeah it'll just be down there until the next garbage cycle and then it'll get emptied so the next day it's weirdly kind of like in front of the gate like outside of our driveway gate but like blocking to the point where if you're in a vehicle you have to move it in order to get past mm -hmm. it and I'm like that's weird okay and I moved it back and then you know and I come and go uh I don't know on average once or twice a day you know using the using the driveway and the gate and I noticed and this is like it's gonna be almost a week before you know, the next trash cycle and the compost folks come by. So it's going to sit down there for a while. And I noticed, again, it was sort of like in the driveway. I could get around it in my car, but it was sort of askew. And mm -hmm. I'm right on, at, there's a stop sign down there where people have to make a left or go straight or, you know, but most people make a left. And I'm like, I wonder if someone just like, it like nicked it, you know? And they, mm. they were too far to the right before they made a turn. Like they weren't paying attention because sometimes mm -hmm. people do roll through that stop sign. And like people are like bumping it into the driveway mm. because it sort of it was like at a weird angle. And I'm like, maybe that's what's happening. But like, gosh, they like really should like pay more attention. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And it's so full that I'm like, it must be so full that they're not knocking it over. They're just they're just, you know, it's sliding into the driveway. Mm. But like that's like still kind of weird. And so, I, you know, I move it back again so that I can get out, you know, and it's in the right place. And then a third time, I noticed that it's like squarely, squarely right in the middle of my driveway. You know, after I've come and gone, this always happens when I'm home. It never seems to happen when I'm coming home. It's always <laughs> when I've, I'm leaving, you know, I've been home for a while. And, and I'm like, this time I'm like, no. A car did not hit this. It's too perfectly square. It has been manually moved into the spot <laughs> by something. I mean, it's got to be- Someone is messing with you. Someone is messing with me. And it's like, <laughs> it's not the compost people. They haven't even been here. 
They only mm. come on Wednesdays, you know? It's like, like the joke's on you, Sarah. You know, and I kept looking at it like, is it empty? You know, like, did they like weirdly come like at a strange mm. time and emptied it and like put it in the middle of the driveway? No, it was just full and gross. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like food and stuff in there at this point. Like you don't want to open the compost bin. And it was, it's just like, you know, I'm looking around like, am I on candid camera? Like, <laughs> I don't get the prank, you know? Like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? It's so weird. It's Fess like up out there. If well, you're it's a, it's like if this is a some sort of passive aggressive note to Sarah or note to mm. my address, like I don't get it. Like, what's your problem? <laughs> or if it's just like a like a funny joke, like that, a, like a kid would do. It's like it's not really that funny. Like maybe once you'd be like hee hee hee, but to do it like several times within a week is like a very strange thing to do. Yeah. I don't know. And I still don't have the answer. Uh, it's <laughs> it's still down there and I keep moving it back. I looked this morning and it's in the right spot. So well, keep us posted. The I will. universe. Uh, there's a lot of mysteries in this universe, Sarah. So you yeah, may never really, know. There really is. Who's doing yeah. it? Yeah. So I don't know. Trash ghosts. They exist, <laughs> at least yes, in my definitely. nick of the woods. But how's your week been? My week's been productive. I'm pretty good. Not as like manic as, so like I said, like the first eight days of the month are really crazy in this business because rents are coming in and bills and like at your mailbox is like so full of just mm -hmm. stuff you have to do and so it's kind of intense and so when after like the eighth of the month you're kind of glide through the month a little bit i mean i have plenty to do um i'm still kind of wrapping up my taxes and there's just a lot of i have to go i have to go to another notary today and like a bank like i have to get some of this life insurance stuff figured out like there's just a lot of that i'm still doing a lot of nancy drewing um but sarah i know you'll appreciate this but there is a feeling of moving in the air and that is me moving within the month again it's been about a year so i guess that makes sense because i moved pretty much it's actually kind of funny i moved last may and i'm moving this may and it's just crazy i can't believe i mean it's like i can't help but think when next may rolls around i'm like something is going to uproot me again but maybe this time maybe this is just once more with feeling and that means I will have to move again for 10 years I don't know <laughs> now you you're talking about moving houses but you know you live on this property obviously we talk about it all the time so yeah yeah so so let folks know the details of the move I'll explainy the geography of the whole thing so we have a you know piece of land that has five houses on it there are two Airbnb cottages that are just, you know, vacation rentals. And then there's one monthly rental that my gardener's moving into before I move. She's moving in there because we just kind of cleared that out. Then I'm in a house called the billiard house, which a lot of discorders know why I have a billiard table in there. It's an old, it's an old table from my childhood that my dad got. Uh, it's an antique. It's from the 1800s. If anyone wants to buy it, please <laughs> DM me. And uh, so that's why he called it the billiard room. Anyway, I'm in that house and it's like kind of a modest bungalow. It's a uh, it's two bedroom. It's cute and cozy and lots of windows. And my dad built it for us. It's not going to be a vacation rental. It will be a family house or for friends. And so I'm going to be vacating that house. And my stepmom just moved down the street into her house. Um, she bought a house a few years ago. So I'm basically moving into my dad's house, which is a big adult house, <laughs> many mm -hmm. bedrooms. And it's a very, very much like 
a house where you really will feel like an adult. So this is honestly, I mean, first of all, I've never owned a house and now I guess I sort of do. I've mostly been a renter. And uh, so I, I'm not really, you know, I, I've always had kind of a modest bungalow. I like small, cozy houses. Uh, so this is going to be a big move. I mean, this is a big house. It's got an art studio. Uh, there's a loft, there's a greenhouse, like sort of a sun room. There's a two car garage. I mean, it's going to be a huge change. And it's weird because of course I'm excited in a lot of ways, but I'm also kind of nervous, you know, because I think it's a lot of space to fill. It's a lot of management. There's something to say for kind of a less is more simple existence. And that's yeah. what I'm used to. So I'm curious to see if I like, you know, I could go in there and be like, I'm never turning back. This is the best thing ever. Or I could be like, eh, down the road, I'd like to move somewhere smaller because this mm -hmm. is just a little much for me. So I'm just sort of curious to see how I I love it or I hate it or I don't know. And and the the yard itself is, I mean, I, I have a huge garden in front of my billiard house, but then there's a huge garden on every side of the main house. I mean, the amount of gardening and the amount of yard work on this property because we've created little gardens all over so like there's landscaping next to the cabins there's landscaping next to all the houses and then we have a huge veggie garden i mean the amount of work that we're going to have to do to kind of keep this going especially with my stepmom gone my dad gone like i'm kind of the only one that gardens other than our gardener so i'm actually really really excited that my gardener is moving onto the property because i know that she'll take a lot of pride yeah it's like having yeah. you know like it's a live-in babysitter oh it's amazing <laughs> yeah like <laughs> totally got the, got the pro on the scene and it's like just knowing that someone that i care about that cared about my dad is on the property like she'll told she has a lot of integrity she'll take a lot of pride in her work like yesterday i worked in the yard with her all day it was so beautiful and we were you know we, we were reminiscing about the wildflowers we planted last year that are popping up and like there's just like i have a little history here now and it's That's God, cool. it's just been it's been kind of surreal but but also kind of wonderful at the same time yeah i you know i mean everyone knows i live in a really small place you know my my wood cabin that i love but it's small i mean it's yeah. it's it's truly one big room mm -hmm. um and uh lots of charm but the idea of having and I, i've lived in uh quite a few two-bedroom places well not quite a few i've lived in some two-bedroom places where mm -hmm. the second bedroom was my office yeah um you know where i kind of used it as well, I've never really had that much of a guest room, but it could have been. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, I need two bedroom, two bathroom. But mm -hmm. there have been times where, you know, I had that. And I did always feel like, I mean, having the office that's out of your main area and kind of dedicated space is super great for sure. Mm -hmm. But I have definitely, I lived in one two bedroom, two bathroom place that, uh, that was back in LA. And I remember thinking like, I really don't need two bathrooms. It like bothers yeah. me that I have two bathrooms, you know, and I've had that sort of situation in loft uh, apartments mm -hmm. in San Francisco before where it's like, sure, it's nice. You mm -hmm. know, if you have a guest or something that's staying with you, you're like, oh, you take that bathroom. I never even use it. You know, it's all yeah. you. But exactly. for the most part, I'd be like, what toilet do I use? Um, yeah. And now, <laughs> now I have the absolute opposite problem where I'm like, well, when your toilet's broken, you don't have a second one. <laughs> yep, just the one bathroom. Yeah. And, you know, 
it's time to clean. Well, I just tackle the room. You know? See, I know. <laughs> this Four is, walls kind of this thing. This is going to be interesting. I mean, we will have a housekeeper come at some point. I'm not really sure how yet. But, you know, living with my boyfriend, we had one bathroom. And I got to say, I'm excited for, for, well, we have two bathrooms and then two half bathrooms. So mm. he's going to have his own bathroom. And I'm really You've pumped for that. got four toilets. You guys I know. Poop, poop all oh over my the God. place. <laughs> all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> we make a big joke because there's a, a bathroom that's really small. It's just like a half bathroom with a toilet. I'm like, that's your bathroom. Like on the opposite <laughs> Yeah. by the garage I'm you like, go over there ours. and do your business and exactly <laughs> no but i'm i'm excited for that but the thing is is both of the bathrooms need some renovations so i'm like already talking to my workman which i think he's sort of like can i get through the next month of crazy work trying to turn over all your buildings before you start working on your bathrooms <laughs> but i'm actually getting i I'm kind of excited for like I've been already kind of scheming and designing what I want to do with these bathrooms and but you know it's interesting because when you really break it down and you break down all the rooms it makes a lot of sense and I don't think it's going to be too big because think about this like we each need an office mm -hmm. so what two of the four bedrooms will be our, our offices you know Elijah will have his and I'll have mine and then there's the master bedroom, which we'll sleep in. And then we have kind of a smaller bedroom that will be a guest room. Mm, and then, mm -hmm. so like, and it has two floors. So you've got two half, half bathrooms downstairs and then the two full ones upstairs. It kind of makes sense in terms of the layout. And then you've got a garage and this art studio, which is, was a add on. They, they put this on after, so it makes the house seem bigger because it's this really kind of big, yeah, extra space. I mean, but I think we'll I'll, fill it up. I'll tell you, it sounds great. I mean, you I might. Know, I can't you, wait for you to see it. You might feel, yeah. Who who even knows how you would feel? And you know, you got to give it six months, right? Just to Absolutely. just to really move in, you know, yep. and hang stuff and kind of at least get seventy five percent of the way, like mm -hmm. fully there, and then you just kind of feel it out. I mean, I would. I mean, as a single person. I would, you know, I don't belong. It would in be too much for one person. Totally, you know, and and there would be there are certain couples who are like, whoa, that's still like so big, and it just depends on where you live, right? I mean, a lot exactly. of people who live in more suburban areas are like, four bedrooms is pretty common, right? Exactly. You know, in a city, you're like a multimillionaire if you have something that of that size. Totally. It's just it's all relative. It's all relative, and we have three pets, and we're gonna get. I'm gonna get a big dog, so there's gonna be four pets. I mean, it's it'll be. I think we'll fill it up and I'm so excited to like look for art, you know, cause we have, we're going to have so many walls and we only have so much art that like fit in a small, you know, place. So right. that'll be really fun to kind of, you know, deck it out over time. That is definitely a fun thing where you're like, this wall needs something. Okay. Yeah. What do we want to put on it? Let's, Let's look on the shopping. internet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, uh, I go down that rabbit hole often. Um, especially because my walls are, I mean, they're, they're wood, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, they're big slabs of wood. So yeah. there is no white wall in my in my house. I mean, there is in my mm -hmm. garage, weirdly enough, the garage is quite finished. So, mm -hmm. so like I have art behind me on a white wall, but it's like, that's not actually where I live. I'm in my garage, but, but mm -hmm. in the house itself, it's all wood, which is like, it's super pretty. You know, yeah. I don't feel the need to cover every inch, mm -mm. but there are certain areas where I'm like, it just needs something, you know, totally. like something with color, right? Because mm -hmm. otherwise it's like you have just a lot of wood, you know, yeah. which is like a beautiful warm color. But sometimes you're like, oh, I could have like a, I don't know, like a portrait of a sunset. It would just like look really nice right here. <laughs> so, you know, who knows? I'm excited. Well, uh, speaking of gardening, Heather, um, I uh -huh. know you, you do a lot more outdoor gardening than I do. In fact, I'll just go on the record saying... 
I love plants. I'm an indoor plant person. I have like 15 plants in my in my mm. little place. I've over the years I have there are certain plants that have done really well and they've moved all over the place with me. Um, one of my favorite plants is like, I mean, good thing my ceilings are high because it wouldn't fit in like a nine foot ceiling house because it's mm -hmm. grown so much over the years. I mean, I got it like in 2012. Like it a, this plant's been with me for a while. And I've got, you know, cacti and, and all sorts of stuff. And indoor plants just give things life and they brighten up a corner and love my plants. They cleanse the air. They do. And I just, I just, you know, you got different colored pots and you move the plants around and you keep them alive mm -hmm. and... You know, and when they don't do that well, I feel so bad, and I'm like, okay, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna fix this kind of thing. And mm -hmm. when it, when I have to say goodbye to a plant that's just like a goner, I always, I like literally feel really bad about it. Oh, me too. You know, they're alive. They're my they're my mm -hmm. kids in some yep. sense. But I've never been an outdoor gardener. My mom is a great gardener. When I was a kid, uh, you know, when we had, you know, when we lived on places that had a lot of land, you know, she would grow corn and lots of different berries and, you know, like uh, root vegetables. And I mean, it was like, it was a whole thing, you know, with lettuce and, and, you know, you'd eat out of the garden. And I remember she would work out there all the time because, you know, you got to keep up a vegetable garden and, you know, lots of flowers. And she was always, always a green thumb. And I just didn't participate when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I just like, I don't know, played nearby. And then uh, as an adult, for the most part, I just didn't have places with yards. You know, you live in a city, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe you're lucky to have a balcony or something. Yeah. You know, or someone else is like in the yard and it just wasn't something that I put any effort into. And especially as a renter, you're like, I mean, I'm not going to like buy a bunch of stuff, plant it and then move away. That's, mm -hmm. you know, I mean you totally could do that and lots of people do but i was just like eh just seems like a waste of money so <laughs> the last place that i lived in la before i lived here did have a yard but it was kind of a fun it was a funny layout and i would hang out in the yard and i had plants in planters in the yard you know kind of in corners like to make it cuter but i never like dug up anything and planted anything in the dirt so when i moved here I, you know, the landlord, my, who is, who is a friend of mine was like, you can like, go, like over in, cause I have like my own little area that mm -hmm. is, it's landscaped, but not so much as the rest of the property. Like the landscapers like, will like leaf blow my area and like tidy it up, but they're not really doing anything plant wise in my area. But the people who used to live here did like, there's a bunch of stuff that's planted you know, that, that, um, that could be maintained a little bit better, but it would kind of have to be by me. Yeah. But that's okay. Right. Cause it's my area, you know, no one else touches it. So, you know, it's kind of cool. I can feel like it's mine. And so I, I had been pulling out all this Ivy earlier this week and like, it's, it's funny. It's like, there are these cool, st like decorative stones that were covered. There's also like these, I didn't even notice because it's, uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but my area sort of goes up a hill and then sort of ends at a fence. And then there's a road on the other side of the fence, but you can't see it. So really it's just sort of this, you kind of got this grade and it's mostly ivy, but it's some other plants. And as I started to clear away the ivy, I'm like, whoa, there's like a retaining wall and it's like cool stones. Like, I didn't even know this was here. I just thought uh -huh. it was like the hill because there is a hill, uh -huh. but there was, there's some like terracing that was happening that's like so much cooler when you can see it. 
you know, mm-hmm. and because like it's like cool detail. And so I'm, you know, I'm cutting all this stuff back and I'm like, this is really cool. So, so, uh, and I don't know what I'm doing, right? I'm like pulling weeds out with my bare hands and I'm just, <laughs> I'm a mess, you know, I don't have the right shoes, but you know, again, once you get going, you can't stop. And I'm like such a Fitbit whore that I'm like <laughs> burning so many calories right now. I think you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, totally. And, uh, so so uh my uh the landlord gets a sunset magazine subscription and you know it comes i never look at it you know it's designed to just like you know you put on the coffee table in the main house people can look through it if they want to when a new one comes i throw out the old one and this time just because no one has been here for a few days and the and the magazine came i was like you know i'm gonna read it i never sunset magazine yeah my mom is a subscriber she has been probably my whole life i've never opened it i was always like eh, sunset i don't care i'll just like read vanity fair or something instead <laughs> i just never never cared and so yeah. i was like eh, let's let's look at this one and it was like a cactus you know issue i'm like oh yeah that might be kind of fun it's a great magazine oh my gosh i'm so into it i don't know why i never thought of it i don't know it's something about age and and yeah, circumstance and, and the fact that I'm like gardening is something that maybe I could get into, whereas I either had no interest before or had no place to do it. And so mm-hmm. I'm looking through this magazine and it was so like eye opening. You know how in a fashion magazine you'll have the spread where it's like this season, everybody needs the perfect yellow belt. such as this one from Celine for $325. And you're like, okay, product placement, like so obvious, right? You know, and, and that's just, or or like this kind of makeup, such as this one from CoverGirl, you know, in Mm -hmm. some of the other magazines is like, okay, got it. Like CoverGirl like came to you and like made a deal to, uh, you know, to to get a model like styled, you know, so that they can, you know, push the mascara. And it's so exactly the same with gardening. I mean, you know, a lot of magazines that are like product based would be like this, but I just didn't realize how big the world of like gardening fashion is. Mm -hmm. And I, so there's this great place called Harmony Farm Supply. That's like a, it's a nursery, but it's also, I mean, it's, it's pretty vast. That's, Mm -hmm. that's nearby me. In fact, one of my friends uh, used to work there in high school and it's, it's like one of those places where you're like, oh, it's a delight to go to because they have a big indoor air and just like so much like gear and like you can buy worms and blah, blah, blah. But then their outdoor area is like, I mean, you can buy 30 foot palm trees there, yeah, you know, or like the smallest little cactus you've ever seen and everything <laughs> in between. It's 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 really fun. So it's like it's not as if I don't understand that there's a lot of you know stuff that goes into, you know garden and you know and, and tilling and all the tools and the yeah. and the fertilizer you need and blah 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 but the fashion part of it you would not go to harmony farm supply for fashion you know no. or like a cool like i don't know uh apron you know or yeah. or like a like uh what did i see in sunset magazine i i know you're probably gonna laugh at me but i'm like oh it's this it's like this foam thing that you 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 know you sit on your knees on so that your knees don't hurt if you're going to be like oh no you don't understand like that i would want that yeah and like they have like one that's like a cool pattern where i'm like oh my god i was on my knees and i was like i was like ew like i'm like kind of in the dirt like it's gonna ruin my pants uncomfortable too uncomfortable and you know and just you you, you're gonna get dirtier than you need to get you need one of these foam things 
And, you know, it almost looks like a little prayer mat or something, but for gardening. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm looking through it and I'm just like, this is awesome. The last thing I need is to go, you know, into some spiral with like fashionable gardening attire because I like still have yet to plant something in my garden. All I'm doing is pulling up ivy, but, and uh, this one, you might uh, appreciate this, Heather, but I don't know if you've ever heard of a website called Plant Material. So it's mm -mm. plant-material.com. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, this is, you'll love it. So uh -oh. they're, they're, um, they're like headquarters are in Eagle Rock, which is in oh, Los Angeles. So it's, I'm it's a, love this. it's a specific, you know, physical store, but they do <laughs> a lot of, you know, online, you know, order fulfillment and it's like plants and like, you know, cool shovels that are like cool colors and cool, like, uh, things that you would wear to like keep the sun off your neck if you're going to be like gardening all day and like kind of dream catchery stuff that's just sort of gardeny but not mm -hmm. even really you know necessarily outdoors and I was like this is rad I mean of all the like frivolous you know things I could shop for for example like a pair of heels like when am I wearing heels never when am I going to garden maybe a lot you know, it might be something mm -hmm. that I want to put a little bit more time you need into some gardening clogs, some gardening clogs. I mean, seriously, yeah. because I'm like, I mean, your shoes are going to get gross. And I mean, really, the only shoes that I have to that I'm like cool with getting gross are either like very old running shoes, which is fine. But That's like what I use or but my like, galoshes. Yeah. Or my galoshes. But I'm like, my galoshes are like, I don't want to thrash them. They're really just for like water. They're not really gardening shoes. Something. No, you kind of need something that has like a covering work. Cause my, if I use my running shoes, they get wet cause I water and then there's dirt that goes into the little holes. Yeah, no, it's exactly. Like, they're not good to use gardening. You, you need you something kinda, with plastic or. Yeah, it's a whole category. It's a whole category. And I, I know that this just has to do with like, we've been nesting, you know, so long that like I've gone full circle. Like it's like, okay, pandemic hits, Sarah makes banana bread twice a week. And then <laughs> Sarah gets sick of all that and just like goes into, you know, a slump. And then Sarah's like, okay, let me like become an exercise freak. And then the <laughs> banana bread comes back and then it's winter and like, it just sucks. Everything sucks and it's raining all the time. And now it's like, it's beautiful again. The weather's warm. Blossoms are out. Let's garden and, and like buy things. Inspired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, I, I hundred percent relate to this. I mean, so much so that um, I could just really yak about this for a while. But last year in the pandemic, that's the only store I would go to was our big garden store, and I, I geek out so much. And I actually had all these ideas for like a little shop because I thought I'd open a boutique up here. You know, and so I like I would talk to my dad about little boutique ideas. And one of them was a store kind of like this one you're telling me about in Eagle Rock that was like, you know, uh, pruning shears that had pink handles and like really kind of cute, stylish gardening tools. I'm really actually into a lot of the Japanese gardening tools. I'm I definitely will stand in that aisle for a while. And I have a really cool pair of pruning uh, sort of like where you deadhead like flowers and stuff. They're just little like metal Japanese scissors, but they're like for the garden. They're so fun to use. I love them. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I am such a garden geek, but you know, I, 
in college, I was a science major. Um, my, that was my first major before I changed to French, but uh, I was really into botany. That was probably the science that I would have gone into. You know, it's really funny. Like right now I'm definitely getting kind of like a free education and I'm feeling really kind of grateful because, you know, I've spent my whole life in the production world. I know how to do production mostly like the back of my hand, even though it's a complicated world and there's all kinds of different productions. But I mean, I remember every job I'd get, there'd be like a little learning curve because maybe you were doing different content or, um, you know, the, I don't know, like the, the, the workflow was different. So you're always like learning something new in production. So mm -hmm. I feel like it, it, it's an industry and a job that kind of keeps you on your toes. But that's something that I'm so familiar with. It's like, I, I feel comfortable with it, but I'm really noticing how my mind is expanding right now because I would say throughout my life, I would say my biggest gaps in my knowledge have been, I don't know, honestly, kind of real estate, um, stock market stuff, mm -hmm. you know, like finance. Like I just, I've, I've more been, I think on the creative side and I, I never really took a lot of time. I've never really been a stock market gambler type. Like I just don't really know a lot about it, but I've always been sort of curious. And so now I've been like completely launched into this totally new world. I'm learning so much. It's like, I'm getting kind of a free MBA right now. Like I spent two hours talking to my real estate agent last week about stock stuff. And I learned about all the different kinds of building foundations, you know, because some are better for earthquakes and others aren't. And we have a few buildings that are like pier and beam foundations that are not great for earthquakes. And I'm actually like feeling like I'm in school and I'm loving it. Like I, I never really thought, well, I always feel like you can learn new things throughout mm -hmm. life, but this is like bigger. This is like a bigger can of worms that like, I'm really learning a lot about business and uh, it's just, it's crazy. It's really cool. And so, you know, same with the gardening, you know, I, I feel like I've always had a green thumb, but I'm learning so much, you know, like yesterday was a huge garden day. We planted tons of sweet peas and I'm starting to really know like what time of year to plant certain things like strawberries, we planted in January, you know, and, and, you know, going into the garden shop now, I'm so much more knowledgeable than I was last year because I'm like, oh, it's time to plant peppers. So it's, it's been literally an education in business, real estate and gardening for me. And I'm, I'm super grateful. You know, I think I have a, an interesting mix of creative and like the nuts and bolts. Like I do kind of enjoy some businessy stuff. Like I like managing a business. I think it's, Really interesting. Anyway, I'm really feeling refreshed, learning new skills and using my mind in new ways. And I just want to let y'all know out there that you can never stop learning new things and you can switch gears and do something totally different. And it's, it's kind of like you have like a, a new chapter in life. And, um, so I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I think that's great. That's great. I, some of the stuff that you talk about and, you know, you spare me the, you know, the gory details, uh, <laughs> you know, of business often. And, I've always been, I mean, and I maintain this, I mean, I'm not great with money. Not mm -hmm. that I'm, you know, I, I understand how to pay for things, you know, <laughs> and what debt means, but I've never been, yeah, it's not something that I'm like into, you know, yeah. like, that. What, like, I don't know, when people, for example, I've got some friends who are like deep into cryptocurrency these yeah. days, and they're making money, and they're doing all these things, and I'm like, okay, I could like, join in and replicate this mm -hmm. but i find it so not fun yeah. it's very anxiety inducing for me mm -hmm. i don't like gambling mm 
Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so much about gambling that I feel is is part of this, you know, Mm -hmm. like you don't have to be like a day trader, but it's just there's so much of of like gambling. Well, yeah, well, and a lot of just like predicting something based on the way that a certain market will probably move and you have to trust yourself that same with real estate exactly similar it's it's very you know there's so much of a this is what i think is going to happen because i'm smart enough to like make an informed you know prediction and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna it's gonna pay off for me but i know that i could be wrong Mm -hmm. but i think i'm not wrong and that kind of stuff is like anything like that i'm just like nope 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 let's i'm the same way (laughs) let's let's do things where there's a guaranteed result you know what the result will be and if you do it there's a guaranteed result like that's the way that i operate yeah. But at the same time, it's uh, it's difficult. You, you can't really participate in a lot of things in life if you only do stuff that's, you know, super safe and 100% guaranteed. You have to take, my dad always said, one of his biggest quotes was like, you have to take risks. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of I'm thinking about that a lot because, I mean, he was pretty risky. Like, I don't think I'm as risky as him. But one thing, I'm not great with finances either, like my own personal finances. I just kind of live in the moment. But when it comes to business... And I'm like in work, I, I've, I'm actually good with budgets. Like when I know I have a budget, I never go over, but it's weird with my personal stuff. I might go over, but with business, I'm smart and savvy. It's very strange. I feel <laughs> like with my own personal life, it's just it, quite different. Something to unpack on a later episode. Yeah, man. Well, on this, <laughs> on this episode, we want to remind folks, uh, well, if you're a patron, we don't need to remind you because you're already a patron and thank you so much for being one. But if you're listening to the show and you think, you know, Sarah and Heather aren't so bad, it would be nice to support the show directly. We would love for you to do that. Uh, Patreon.com slash have such a good day is our is our mothership. Uh, it's where you can learn more about how to directly support the show if you feel so inclined. Uh, it's not mandatory, but it is very much appreciated. Last I checked, we had 106 patrons. Wasn't that long ago that we had like 75 and we were like, wouldn't it be cool? we had 100 and now we have over 100 and boy does that warm our hearts so by golly let's get to 150 what do you say (laughs) by golly by golly warm our cold black hearts (laughs) yeah please please warm my cold black heart i have to garden this summer people we got lots of discorders um people are kind of popping in there yeah which is super fun which is super fun yeah if you if you are a patron who is pledging five dollars per month or more doesn't have to be any more than five uh you can join our discord and we're just yakking in there between shows during the week and such a good group in there we're just we just it's it's our little safe space it is it's our little safe space and you know we share photos and we talk about stuff that we either talked about on a prior show or might talk about in the future and it's just it's super fun and you don't if you're not a person who likes to hang out in group chat there's no obligation but if you think you might want to join our discord we sure would love to have you yeah and you can be just a fly on the wall if you want i mean you don't yeah. even have to participate you can just be a weirdo standing in the <laughs> just listening and, and reading kinda, and that's totally fine a wallflower i think a wallflower a, exactly. a discord wallflower also welcome in fact i planted some wallflowers yesterday there that's a type of wildflower i didn't know that yeah i, I know it was I didn't just either, a term for a shy person <laughs> but uh but yeah so and chris wrote in he had an interesting new name idea for maybe someday spinoff podcast spilling the air airbnb beans which ah, i, thought was very I see cute. what you did there chris <laughs> spilling the airbnb beans yeah heather yeah. and i we sort of 
half joke, half not joke about the idea of having an Airbnb, you know, tell all podcast. I mean, yeah. really a vacation rental podcast because mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be Airbnb. That just happens to be the platform that I'm exclusively using. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just because with guests, there's always some sort of comedy. It's funny. I, uh, I didn't even get to my guest comedy this week and I had some. <laughs> oh, did you? I, so much fodder. I, I didn't really this week because I, I had a few days uh, to myself, which is, I mean, when the weather's nice, it's, it's pretty great. Um, you know, in the winter, I'm like, I mean, how much yard am I really enjoying? I'm kind of cold. I just sort of hole up nah. in my little in my little cabin. But but uh, it has been nice the last few days. But there's a new group coming today, and they're staying nine nights. So it's wow. like they're they're there for you know a, two solid weekends and everything in between. And and uh, I, I'm being optimistic, but I'll I'm sure I'll have something to say about it next week. Well, I think you deserve to have a, a week off without anything exploding. So let's uh, <laughs> let's cross our fingers. I will cross all fingers and all toes. Thank you, Heather, and everybody listening for the good vibes. Uh, reminder: we're on Instagram and Twitter at HSGD Show. Uh, follow us uh, if you if you uh, are a social networky person. And, yeah, we gotta um, get our numbers up. Our Instagram, we were, you know, we're here and there, we're hither and thither on it, but we would love to have you join us. And the more people that join, maybe we'll be more inclined to to post. Indeed. Well, Heather, I think episode ninety six uh, is uh, is well baked and ready <laughs> ready for some butter. Ready to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was ima imagining like because I think because I was talking about banana bread earlier. And I am making banana bread this weekend. It's been a couple months. I had to kind of like shelve that whole thing. So I'm like, there's only so much banana bread you should be eating. Do you ever put chocolate chips in them? I have. Yeah, I have. I love that. I have. I, I'm not going to this batch, but I do like, um, and some people like walnuts, some people don't. I am a walnut lover. So I, I put walnuts in my banana bread, or I am going to. I bought a bunch of walnuts the other day, so they're like nice and fresh. But oh man, banana bread. God love you. Please FedEx some up here, please. I will. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty good at banana bread. When I come up and visit, I'll bring you some. I would love that. Yeah, because when I make it, I end up making like, I'm like, I can't eat these loaves yeah. of banana bread. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm capable, but I really shouldn't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially with all that sugar in there. Like, I made it myself. I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. Well, we'll be back here next week for episode 97. Until next time, we hope you have a good day and a good week. And I will remain Sarah. And I will be Heather forever. Have, Have such a good day. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.